Ladies and gentlemen, the Foodies Never Say Die crew is back once again for another episode. Uh, we are doing another Drunken Thumb War holiday edition. We uh, just recently did Real Tree vs. Fake Tree. And now we're going in with another classic holiday battle. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus Frosty the Snowman. I think this one is going to be pretty one-sided, but we will see. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to let me introduce uh, first our fearless leader, Travis the Drunkleberry. How are you doing and uh, what are you drinking? How are you? How are you? Um, I am doing well. I mean, all things considered, um, after the, the notorious terrible showing that uh, my Buccaneers put up today, but in in good spirits, looking forward to this battle. After the uh, the fake Christmas tree, real Christmas tree debates, um, definitely put into thought if if we should throw down Frosty versus Rudolph. And then the more I thought about it, the more it seemed uh, seemed like a fun one to do, uh, regardless if I you know the the outcome on this one. Uh, it seems uh, this this kind of a, a battle is quite fitting that it sh- it should be it should be done out in a in a drunken fashion. As we do best, um, I have a very specific beer. Um, it's part of the the twelve beers of Christmas from Clown Shoes Brewing. Um, it is Reindeer Games. It is a Bavarian style IPA. I'm gonna crack that open. Give it a go. Not just a fun movie. Not just a fun movie. I mean, typical Bavarian IPA. Um, slightly malty, um, but not like overly bready where you're gonna chew on it. Um, Pretty easy, easy going so far. It's at seven percent, um, which is nice. It's not you don't really taste it. Um, but at the the back note, as it settles a bit, you do get like a a, a slight multi sort of like burnt caramel taste at the end, um, which is intriguing. I, I'll, I'll give it that, but I'll leave it there. Very nice, very nice, Travis. And uh, we also have with us Jimmy Bag of Donuts, who is going to be our respected judge in this here battle. Uh, Jimmy Bags, how are you doing, and what are you drinking tonight? I'm super. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm back on the keto, so it's Bud Light next for this guy. <laughs> Nothing like a nice, refreshing, right. zero carb beer to get you through a terrible jet game. But it is what it is. <laughs> the holidays are soon upon us, my friend. <laughs> All right, well, I'm actually going with uh, – It's I, I wish I had a holiday beer like you did, Travis, for the battle, but I got one that's a little battle-friendly. It's the Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull American Lager. Nice. So just like he opens a can of whoop-ass, I'm hoping to open a can <laughs> in this battle. Uh, the beer tastes pretty good. It's the, it's the lager version, which I thought would taste different, but I, can't, I guess I don't remember the other version because it tastes exactly the same to me. But, I mean, it's basically beer-flavored beer. Nothing special, nothing bad, but I got four of them. Hopefully to crush them as we go. It's very light. Only, what was it, 4% here? 4.8%. Not even a 5 so four we'll have to do. Yeah. But that, um, just a quick side note, that team up of Stone Cold um, and the brewery are, are like, taken off like wildfire. Yep. Uh, so kudos uh, to Stone Cold for cracking into some craft beery goodness. Uh, but yeah, I was just reading an article the other day about how like that was like a match made in heaven. Obviously, he's like a self-promoting dude. Obviously, he's a huge fan base and kind of hit his hit, hit hit the nail on the head um, just with the the IP and the logger there. Uh, it wasn't so, even like a niche market either. It was just right. like it he it was like you had the wrestling fans, you had the beer fans, and then it just everything worked together to make that just be a, yeah. like 
a crazy selling beer. Yeah, and anyway, he, I mean, obviously it tastes good, but like he openly promotes it. Not, it's not like one of those things where it's, yeah, he's behind it or whatever, and like he may not drink it. No, he's always cracking those bad boys open and, and knocking them back. So it's he definitely stands behind the beer, and we do as well. I mean, it is actually very tasty um, for you know a beer flavored beer. Nothing too crazy, but it is pretty damn solid. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a match made in heaven from a marketing standpoint, if, especially if you're a fan of Stone Cold and wrestling. You know, he was always chugging those beers down. So, yeah, why not? As the wrestling fans are now, who were kids back then, are now beer drinkers today. Of course, you're going to gravitate to one Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. I did. Stone Cold. Yeah, I mean. Guarantee you this. If it was, if it was El Secundo called this anything else, I would not be drinking it right now and probably would never have tried it. So, it definitely worked. The marketing did work. Yeah. But everyone everyone the, seemed to do their job. Yeah. All right, yeah, back, back, back to the task. Now, to the, yeah, the reason we're all here today is that we're doing a, another Thumb War. Today we have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus Frosty the Snowman. Now, when we first brought this one up, I thought it was, I thought, I don't even think we were going to do it because I said, oh, it's, it's so easy. Like, of course, uh, it's going to be a one-sided victory. But So I was, Rudolph is going to win this one. So clearly I'm here battling Rudolph. And then Travis said, you actually have a strong case for Frosty the Snowman. And even you, Jimmy Bag, said you lean towards Frosty as well. Now, I know you're going to be a impartial judge because uh, you are very good at hearing the, the uh, sides we make and the, the choices we make to defend these things. So I'm not worried about that. But it's just interesting that you both thought Frosty when we initially brought this up because I think it's easily a Rudolph victory. Now, usually when we do these, I like to – I usually – when I'm the, you know, I'm the one battling, I always pass off the opening statements to my uh, – opponents but i think i like to i like to start this one travis if that's okay with you you know by all means man i know yeah that is that's kind of your thing i mean you know as the gracious host of your own segment you pass off the opening statement but by all means uh i'll you know i have no problems with you taking the lead on this one all right so here we go uh first off i'm actually going to say something negative about rudolph i know that's a bad move to attack what i'm defending right off the bat (laughs) But it's something that annoys me about the song. And when the hell are we ever going to talk ha- have this topic again? So if I'm going to say it, I have to say it now. So, so the song, we all know the song. And the song starts with, you know Dasher and Prancer. And, and, and they named all the reindeer. And it's like, you know who they are. But do you know the most famous reindeer of all? If I knew all the, all the other goddamn reindeer, of course I know the most famous reindeer of all. It's, it's just stupid. Like It's a stupid line. It doesn't make sense. It needs to be d- deleted from the song. Having said that, the rest of the song is, is pretty damn great. It's fun to sing as a child. It's one, one of the first uh, Christmas songs we learn as a kid. And it actually has a pretty good message for children. And actually, it teaches kids while they learn. Uh, it teaches them it's not my, nice to make fun of people who are different than you. And if you are the different one, you shouldn't feel bad. Because what makes you different might make you great in the right circumstances. Earl Three Nose Rainer actually saves Christmas thanks to his nose. What he thought about a negative about himself his whole life ended up being his greatest strength. It's a good lesson for kids to learn. And I know that kind of becomes a trope to holiday specials now. Oh, no, we won't have a Christmas. And then, nope, we will. Don't worry about it. But that kind of started with Rudolph. And these things are becomes tropes for a reason. Like, it's, it's because it makes sense. So, like, yeah, it's a good, it's a good lesson for, for kids. And it's... um. It's just, yeah, it's a it's a great song. And uh, the, one of the cool things about it as a kid when you learn it, uh, maybe a year or two later, you learn it again. 
because uh, you learn the additional words to it. It becomes a little bit of a parody song. Like it says, uh, Rudolph the those Reindeer has a very shiny nose. You would even say it glows like a light bulb. So the kid, yeah, you know, when you get a little, you make those little stupid jokes in there. Or they never let Rudolph play reindeer games like Monopoly. It actually becomes a parody song as well. So you kids, you actually learn the song twice. First you learn the real words. Then you kind of learn the, the joke words that you, if you're the older sibling or the older cousin in your family, you teach the younger kids. They all think you're hilarious for coming up with that. And, and it's fun. It's kind of like Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. It's the only other Christmas song, I think, that has a parody. Uh, at least off the top of my head. I'm sure that it's probably wrong. But I'm like, I'm just shooting from the hip here. So that, like, I think it's one of the, one of the few. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just, it's a well-written song. It has a good message. It has a nice plot. The story beats to it. And then in Rudolph, he saves Christmas. To me, the Frosty the Snowman song sounds like it has no thought to it all. It kind of just threw together uh, as as they were just throwing out words out. Like, um, how do, how does Frosty the Snowman come to life? In the song, they say, there must have been some magic in their hat. There must have been some magic? Like, this is not a historical event that we lost to time or, uh, like, we're trying to remember how this happened. This is a fictional song. You could make it anything you want. And your go-to line is, it must have been magic? How about you say, yeah, it was a magic hat? It's just stupid. And then uh, they give Frosty uh, a corncob pipe. Before we teach the children to know what? Smoking is cool now. So it's a stupid uh, stupid song. It's a horrible lesson for kids. And um, I think, uh, yeah, Rudolph is better. It's a better lesson. It's a better song. It has that parody element to it. And uh, it's a good lesson for kids. I have uh, plenty more to say on both Rudolph and Frosty. But I think that's enough for... My opening statement, i getting a little winded, want to take a sip of beer, so I will now pass it over to you, Travis. Uh, thank you very, thank you very much. Uh, we actually, uh, I had basically the same exact opening statement as you did, believe it or not, uh, starting with his song. Um, obviously, as uh, you just described, um, it does start off with, you know, you know, Dancer and Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Like, you, you're you supposed to know those, Reindeer. But, like, then it goes on, do you recall? Do you recall as in, you probably forgot, but maybe you didn't. But you might have. Like, if he's so famous, why would you name all the other Reindeers first? And then, like, oh, you might have forgotten Rudolph. But just in case you didn't, we're going to, you know, remind you yet again. So, not to put your points, that opening, the opening line to that song, pro, con, however you like it, it's kind of silly that you want to name all the other reindeer first, then say, hey, this one's more famous. Now, the only reason why Rudolph is supposedly the most famous reindeer is because in the whole entirety of Christmas and Santa Claus, and there's only been one foggy night that apparently Santa could not see. So he needed this reindeer with a red shiny nose to guide his sleigh that one night. This is where I have the problem with Rudolph and Christmas and Santa Claus combined, right? So in all the nights of all Christmas, Christmas past, from the dawn of time to our future, Rudolph was only special for one night, has he has has he been seen since in any other Christmas movie, 
that's not a specific Rudolph movie. Santa Claus, Christmas Chronicles, as the, the you know, just as the more recent ones. Noel, no, Rudolph never mentions, not even once, not even in passing, not even in the background. They even brought in other reindeer to lead the way and help Santa. Yep, no Rudolph. All right, more on that a little bit later. Rudolph, yes, his song has, you know, a great message for kids. Rudolph and Frosty the Snowman came out in the 1960s. Um, Different time, different area. So the corncob pipe that, you know, in Frosty's song. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, if you, the, the animated movie um, that for us, he is, yes, it is a magic hat that brings him to life with the kids. With the snow comes the birth of, of the snowman, the birth of Frosty. It ushers in the idea of Christmas is here with the Christmas spirit. That's why Frosty the snowman is so great. Soon as the snow falls, it's not like, oh, look, let's go make and see and watch Rudolph. No, Pete kids want to go outside and build snowman. Now, the king of all snowmen, as we all know, is Frosty the snowman. Um, so they put on the hat, a scarf, maybe a carrot. If if people nowadays have corncob pipes, I'm sure they would slap one on there as well. Um, but today is a different day and age, and today might be a vaping pen. Who knows, right? Who who knows what they'll they'll throw in, into Frosty's, um, into the, the snowman, so to say, right? Um, in the movie Frozen, do you want to build a snowman? It's not as, hey, do you want to go find a uh, Rudolph? No. I mean, yes, there's a reindeer involved. Um, but the, one of the key songs was, you know, do you want to build a snowman? Um, snowman, snowman um, is the, 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 like I said, the ushering in of, of Christmas. As soon as the snow falls, as soon as the snow hits, they, they want to build some snowman. And they all want to imitate um, the king of all snowman that is frosty the snowman um if you want to talk about cool renditions of a song we have a metal version or i guess a, a rock version of jack frost played by michael Deaton. um he plays a nice little metal hardcore not hardcore a metal rock version of, of frosty the snowman um so you know batman himself decided to be frosty the snowman so you know other other Fun tidbits uh, for song variations as well. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop there before I start rambling on some more about nonsense. Um, I needed a sip of beer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it I'll leave it there um, and more to come. Uh, sounds good, Travis. Uh, a couple of things before I get into my extra points. I want to address what you said here. My problem is not with snowmen in general. My problem I have is with Frosty himself. I don't have a problem with snowmen. I think snowmen are great. I think it's a ba- a great thing to do uh, around the Christmas time. But I'm talking about Frosty the Snowman, the song, the the live action. I mean, not the live action, the uh, the animated special. These are the issues that I have that I have with. Uh, the reason Rudolph, you don't see Rudolph in a lot of other Christmas movies, is because he's copyrighted. All the other reindeer are public domain. So if you want Rudolph in your in your stuff, you're gonna have to pay for it. Because uh, when something's worth something, it's you got to pay for it. You don't get it for free. Um, Rudolph was in uh, Christmas Vacation in the little um, animated beginning of it. Uh, Santa calls him on the walkie-talkie, and he Rudolph comes back down. His nose starts blinking. So 
he upgraded. It's not just a nose now. It's also uh, it connects to uh, walkie-talkies, apparently. And uh, as far as our metal songs go, uh, we have Run Run Rudolph by Motorhead. The uh, Lemmy. Lemmy is God. I mean, we all know that. And he decided to sing Run Run Rudolph. He didn't sing Frosty the Snowman. Uh, so those are my uh, counterpoints. But now back to my main point. I didn't even mention yet the amazing uh, stop-motion special with the puppets of Frosty the Snowman. I think it came out... Hold on, I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, 1964, it came out. Uh, and it's been it's been played every year since. Uh, it has so many great characters in the, in the actual special. It doesn't just have Rudolph. There's a lot of other characters in it. There are a lot more songs, not just the Rudolph song. It starts out with... Um, with Burl Ives playing a snowman. See, I don't have problem with snowman. I have problem with Frosty the Snowman. I think Sam the Snowman is even better than Frosty if we really get down to it. He has some class, a little gravitas, if you will. He has a pretty cool sweater, nice bowler hat. He's a badass, Sam the Snowman, and he's better than Frosty. But we're not debating Sam versus Frosty. We're debating Rudolph. And uh, Frosty is kind of, I mean, Frosty is a little bit of an idiot. When Frosty comes to life, he's like, duh, duh, duh. And the first thing he says is, happy birthday. Doesn't right. say Mary. He says happy birthday. Like he's, I don't explain uh, why. <laughs> he's a little bit of a moron, uh, Frosty. Doesn't really know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, in uh, in the Rudolph special, and he's uh, in the Frosty special. You have Frosty, you have the the evil magician, and then you have the kids. They're way more better characters in the Rudolph special. You have all the other reindeer. Um, you have Santa and Mrs. Claus. They have a little subplot about Santa not being fat enough. She has to fatten him up. Just padding the story a little bit, giving you a little uh, world building there, as you have. Then you have uh, Hermie the Elf, who wants to be a dentist, sings a song about being a misfit. Again, teaching good lessons to kids, that you should be yourself, go for your dreams, don't just do what everyone else is doing, do what you're passionate about. And then, yes, we have the amazing character. And yes, I'm panning to the judge here, but that's part of the game, and that's what we're playing. I'm going to go with Yukon Cornelius, who doesn't love him, uh, Jimmy Bag of Donuts, Every year he does the uh, the 12 Days of Yukon on his Instagram page. If you haven't checked it out, you should because it's pretty awesome because Yukon Canilius is awesome. In a, in, a wor- in a magical world, we have Santa Claus is talking elves, uh, animals that are talking. Yukon's just an ordinary man who's badass. He's looking for silver and gold, and he, he ends up ma- making a friendship with Rudolph and, uh, and Hermie when they, when they try- decide to run away. When the abominable monster snowman shows up, uh, Yukon chisels a little makeshift ice raft for them to escape. And then he goes toe-to-toe with this giant monster. He decides to chase after him and, and fight him when, when, when they're cornered. Uh, they both fall off the cliff. You think both are dead. It's a great little cliffhanger midway through the show. Gives you a little bit of um, suspense in there. And then at the end of the show, uh, Yukon comes back. And they didn't have to explain that, really. We're all kids. We, we didn't really need a line to how... He came back. He could have just shown up and said, ah, takes more than that to get rid of Yukon. That's all we needed. But they actually go into it and explain it with the most famous line, Bumble's Bounce. Yeah, they even went into explaining why. So they go into detail about everything in the Rudolph special. And how did Frosty come to life again? It must have been magic. I know I keep harping on that stupid line, but God, it is stupid. It must have been magic. You can do something with that. Something better with that. Uh, and okay. Okay, go, go continue. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. I I, I can take a break here. I, I will take a break, actually. We'll take, take a break? Okay. All right. All right. I will uh, um, yield your time. You'll, you'll, you'll yield your time for, for, for a hot second. Yeah, I do apologize. I kind of jumped the gun there. Um, no, that's all right. 
Um, but yes, just to just a kind of come with a couple of the things that you said. Yes. Um, let's start off with yeah. You, you brought up the the Rudolph movie um, back in the sixties. Um, you, you took a long time, uh, a good amount of time, uh, talking about all the the side characters, Herman the Elf and Santa Claus. And obviously, Jimmy Bagadonis' favorite, Yukon Cornelius, because we all love Yukon Cornelius. Um, the issue that I have with the, those remarks is the fact that it's a Rudolph movie, not a Yukon Cornelius movie. Although, for the most part, it seems like it is a Yukon Cornelius movie. Um, Yukon Cornelius fights the Abominable Snowman. Yukon Cornelius saves Rudolph. Yukon Cornelius does this. Yukon Cornelius does that. Rudolph pretty much was running away from all of his problems. Um, yes, he was get picked on. He was getting bullied. Um, so he decided to run away. Yukon Cornelius, you know, came came and saved the day um, and saved his ass on multiple times. The best part of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie, yes, is all the side characters. All the fun, some of the best songs are all of, for the side characters. When they go to the Island of Misfit Toys, the Hermie wants to be a dentist, the silver and gold. Uh, all the things that, you know, Yukon Cornelius does and Hermie the Elf does, the Island of Misfit Toys does. Um... Rudolph uh, doesn't do much other than finally come to grasp that um, his nose was, you know, wasn't a, a blight on, on on Christmas, and then when Santa Claus needed uh, someone to, obviously because you needed some good points of of the movie, realized the error of his ways because Santa Claus was a dick in that movie. Um, <laughs> he was a complete dick in that movie, uh, but you know, it's you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so, so it's, if it was called, you know, Yukon Cornelius and, and Rudolph, on, on, you know, as a, as a side character, yeah, that's cool. But I get it. It's a Rudolph movie and you want to promote him and the song and, and, and everything else. Um, but I think the better parts of that movie are all the side characters and, and, and not Rudolph himself. Um, and just the realize, realization that Santa Claus was an actual total dick in that movie. Um, sorry. Um, I do give... I'll give you credit. Um, the claymation um, is probably the one of the most copied and most recognizable holiday tropes or themes um, that's been copied over and over. Um, so you know, I'll, I'll give you credit for that. It was some some groundbreaking work, and then you know, um, I shouldn't put a knock on Frosty, but although it was, I believe, the, the same creators that made Rudolph and they made Frosty. One was animated, one was claymation style. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, they did team up in the 4th of July special, um, which was just god-awful because um, it made absolutely no sense um, because it was a 4th of July special with Rudolph and Frosty um, trying to save Christmas yet again. Um, but if you want to talk about, Matt, you know, you, brought, you keep harping on the fact that or it could be magic in his hat, although the animated... Uh, Frosty's animated movie showed that it was uh, magic, Christmas magic, that, you know, once kids put on the, ha- uh, the hat, Frosty came to life. And the reason why he says happy birthdays um, over and over again is because he's, like, being born for the first time. So, and then, essentially, it is his birthday because, he's you know, he's first being born. Yes, he bumbles around for a little bit to, you know, digress, but he's, like, a childlike character. That's why the children all love him, playing around. Um, but the reason why he does say happy birthday is because he's like, he's being born for the first time. So every time he does put on the hat and comes to life yet again, um, 
you know, he says happy birthday. Um, if you want to talk weird, stupid plot points about it, it could be magic or, or whatever, because, you know, I guess then you hopped on that. Um, in uh, the special, Aurora Borealis decided as she was trying to lock away Winterbolt or whatever that stupid creature character uh, that was trying to take down Christmas, the last of her power, she put it in Rudolph's nose, and that's the reason why his nose was glowing, and that's why he had the power of whatever. I mean, the movie makes absolutely no sense, but it's still canon. And the fact that it was the dumbest goddamn movie and the weirdest subplot ever. Um, the only cool part was the dark, weird um, time when they spent on Winterbolt Castle or whatever, wherever the hell it was. Um, yeah, it made absolutely no sense. So Rudolph's all super special powers was from a role of Aurealis that as she was losing her powers, the last of her magic went into Rudolph's nose. There was nothing really innate or special about Rudolph. It was just, oh, look, we threw some stuff into his nose and no one ever told him, not even Santa Claus. Um, it was just, a, I mean, it was a weird, dumbass movie. Um, oh, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, um, so I'm just going to concede my time <laughs> um, before I ramble on and just stutter for a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I forget what I was going to say. Um, so, yeah, That's I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, 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 he's... These these are drinking podcasts, so that will happen from time to time. We <laughs> yeah, will like like as as you were talking, like I had all the plot points in my head, and then I started talking, and I was like, "Shit, I just forgot them all." I'm like, "All right, whatever. See what happens." All right. Well, again, I'm going to address some of the things you said uh, just now. Uh, Frosty is, is an idiot. Like he um, he comes to life and says, "Happy birthday." That's because he was literally born today. That that's an insult people do. Like, what were you born yesterday? I was born at night, but last night. Those are insults you say to stupid people because Frosty is a stupid person. Uh, he comes to life. Uh, he comes to life and he's, um, he plays with the children for like 10 minutes and it immediately says, it's hot, I'm dying, and becomes an actual burden on everyone. He, uh, they, he needs to be saved by all the people in the town because he's made of snow. He's dying. The second he's born, he becomes a burden to the people around him and they have to save him because he's a moron. Uh, he's made of snow. And he thinks it's a good idea to go inside for a second to, to, to with the girl to warm her up. And he instantly dies and melts away. Like, he's made of snow. All he had to do was put her in there and stay outside. He would have been warm. He could have stayed outside and be cold. But he's an idiot because he was literally born today, as you said, uh, is why uh, he's just a moron. Uh, as far as Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph was running away from his problems. But uh, that's, again, the lesson that, that they're trying to teach kids that you need to you, sh- you can't run away from your problems. You need to grow up and, and uh, adapt and do what you need to do. It's uh, it's basically the, the plot of the Lion King. When he runs away, but then he has to come back because eventually you have to face your problems. And Rudolph does face his problems, and he does come back. Um, and he provides value. Where uh, Frosty was a burden the second he was born, Rudolph provides value. He has his, uh, his, uh, his nose that glows, and he saves Christmas and helps Santa get the presents to where he needs. He provides value. You have Hermie the Elf at the end of the movie. He provides free dental care to all the elves. He provides value. Even the Bumble, when he comes back, he provides value and gets a job, and he puts the star on the Christmas tree. Because that's what you need. You need to provide value. You need to find what you're good at and then do something with the world. Frosty doesn't. He's useless. Immediately becomes a burden for for around him, everyone around him, and needs to be saved by the kids because he's an idiot. Even at the end, Santa Claus is like, 
yeah, I, I can take you to the to the North Pole. You can live there because it's cold. Because he has to be saved. He's like a lost puppy. He's like an idiot. He, he he has no. Besides having a little fun playing with a snowman for a little bit, he he makes the the kids have to run away with him. They're basically aiding and abetting a criminal. That wasn't even his hat. He stole the hat, and then the magician wants it back because it's his hat, and it's not fair. Frosty is a criminal. He provides nothing of value, and Rudolph saves Christmas. And yeah, you say there's a lot of other characters, and we all love Yukon Cornelius, but um, but Rudolph is there as well. When when his girlfriend gets kidnapped, he goes to save her. He doesn't just run away at that point. He's, he gets courage. He becomes a better person. It's a it's a plot point. The fact that he is a, a jerk in the beginning, or a scared little pussy bitch in the beginning, is a plot point because he changes. He adapts and becomes more where Frosty does none of that. He's just a snowman. Dies, comes back, provides no value. So, um, there you go. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I, I missed uh, some of that. Um, so I do apologize. So I'm just going to talk about the stuff that I did here. Um, so I, I came in um, where, again, you're calling Frosty a moron. Um, the, uh, Frosty is basically immortal. Um, just a, not immortal. Just a, he dies. No, he doesn't die because uh, as soon as you get him cold again, guess what? Because he comes and goes with every Christmas. So as soon as the weather gets warmer, he disappears. And then he comes back. Uh, with, every, with, every, back with, with the frost of the snow, Christmas spirit, Frosty comes back yet again. Um, so he doesn't really die. He just goes away for a little while. Um, and then once Christmas comes back around again, look, snow comes down. Here comes Frosty the snowman. He's immortal. Um so there, so there's uh, to that point. Um, aiding and <laughs> aiding and betting criminal. I do like that one. Um, uh, yeah, he has, you know, he has to be saved by by kids. Um, Rudolph has to be saved by all of his characters um, as well. So it's like you know, tit for tat. You know, you, everyone has to be saved, whether you're you're a, a Marana Karasi the Snowman or a red nosed reindeer that hasn't figured it out um, his inner courage as of yet. He still needs. Extra characters to guide him along the way. Yes, Frosty is just a childlike um, creature. Um, there is no need for him to to grow. He's a he's a snowman. He doesn't need to do anything other than be a happy-go-lucky snowman um, to help usher in Christmas uh, and the Christmas spirits and the holidays. Um, where you know Ru- Rudolph is, you know they had a, they created two different stories where Rudolph, you know, had overcome his his shortcomings and the building. Um, you know, so it's it's you're talking two different types types of uh, movies. What the hell is going on? Uh, sorry. Um. So what else? Um. Shit, I keep getting distracted. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I have to I have to gather my thoughts again. Um. Because I got distracted by three different things. Um, what, what, yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember uh, other things that you were saying towards the end there. Okay, Travis, um, I gave you a, a little bit of a past the first time that's a drinking podcast. You forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, no, my, my son, my my son woke up, so then I got distracted. I, I was joking, of course, but I, mean, I was going to say you're turning into you're turning into Frosty right now. Your hat keeps falling off, and you forget what's going on. You come back to life. I have to say happy birthday because you're yeah. uh, you all right. Know, well, here we go. Here we go. Here's 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 yeah, here's you keep you know keep saying Frosty's a moron. Ru- I mean, yes. Ru- Rudolph does he saves Christmas? He saves he Christmas. Yeah. Um, he, he saves Christmas one 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 time. 
one one right. one time, one time. Um, so you know he, he does one good thing one one time, and he's now the immortal king of reindeers. Yeah, that that's doesn't. So any other Christmas at any other time, the other reindeer are inconsequential. That seems to be a little bit obnoxious, arrogant, um, and sort of basically being a jerk. Um, like he thinks he's better than everyone else. No, he shouldn't be. Um, he shouldn't be treated like better than everyone else because it just so happened it was it was foggy during one 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 Christmas, one single Christmas in the the entirety of Christmas, and Santa was like, you know what? I need a reindeer to supposedly guide me through because apparently he had no more Christmas magic and he couldn't do anything with any of us reindeer and he needed Rudolph um, to, to to light the way. Like that's sort of a dumb plot point at the end, but it, it wraps up the, the theme of the movie where, you know, Christmas realized the error of his ways and wanted to treat uh, Rudolph like every other reindeer. He didn't really save Christmas. Christmas felt pity um, for Rudolph and decided to put him um, with the other reindeer that pretty much does all the work year in, year after year, uh, because Rudolph basically has never been part of the the reindeer crew ever since um so he's, he's, he's kind of pointless um and useless he's he's a he's a one time he's a quick free agent that someone picked up just to to get a quick w and then moves on and does absolutely nothing um so yeah so Ru- rudolph is is the, the the crew of reindeer is basically useless he does nothing um because he's a, he's done nothing because Apparently, ever since that one foggy night, it's been clear Christmases ever since, and he's been not needed ever again. Um, no, that's not what actually happens. Rudolph does save Christmas. He's not treated better than all the other reindeer. He's actually treated worse. Like, they didn't let him play in the reindeer games. They were mean to him. They didn't like him. He wasn't better than anyone. He was just trying to be part of it. The, the part, One of the songs basically goes... Why don't I fit in? Because that's the point of the, sh- the movie. You some you may be perceived as an outcast, but you're actually not. Once he, he he's able to provide value for this Christmas, and then people go, "Wow, Rudolph, you're actually you can contribute and help us here." Now we all love you. And uh, yeah, but be touted as the greatest <laughs> reindeer of all time, the most famous. He's not the most famous. Reindeer he is the most of famous. He, he has a song written about him. He has two songs. Really? We have Run Run Rudolph. <laughs> But all the reindeer do all the work. So basically, he gets oh, all no, the credit it's, it's for... It's a team effort. I mean, you need all the reindeer to get the, the sleigh up and rolling. I don't think Santa could do it with one. That's why he has his team of reindeer. Uh, and he, all the other reindeer, at the end at the end of the song, they used to laugh at calling names. Now at the end, they all shout out with glee. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. You'll go down in history because you saved Christmas. That's how the song one, ends. One, 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 single, one single time. Well, it's, not, well, it's not one time. He, he could do it all the other foggy Christmases after that. It, so if, 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 Rudolph Rudolph is, if Rudolph is, is so important and he's the most famous reindeer of all time, how come in every Christmas movie, except for the, the quick little Christmas vacation one that you you you, um, you mentioned, when you see Santa and all the reindeer delivering presents to all the children around the world, Rudolph is never mentioned or seen ever. He's not mentioned because he's he's a copyrighted character. All the other reindeer oh, are. So, it's kind of, so but all the other reindeer. You know, 
are all the other reindeer are public domain and anyone can use them in any any property. If you want to use Rudolph because he's the most famous reindeer of all and you want to put him in, you got to fork over some cash. He's not going to do these things for free. He's a he's a high commodity. You don't just get yeah, Rudolph. So, so basically, he's a he's a high price ninny. Um, yeah. I can't do anything. So he's basically he's not. So basically, what you're saying is he's so high priced, he's not really not needed because everyone else can do his job. He's so, not needed for the stories they're telling. If they're telling a story about all, a bad he's storm, not, he's, he's not needed. In all the Christmas stories ever since, he's not needed because he's too high priced, and we don't really know. Everyone else can do the work just as good or as better. It's it's, it's good financial gain. Why why pay why pay up when your other characters and your other teammates can do all the work at a lower price? No, I agree because that's not the story they're telling. These are these are these are not real characters, Travis. They are fictional. And if you're yes, trying, I know, to... but you, but but you, you know you're talking about copyright, so that's a real thing. Right. So right. And if you want to use if he's it's, the character is worth. It's, it's, you're, you're, you're you're combining both words, so I'm doing just the same here. The character Frosty, is Frosty, Frosty, Frosty needs just to come in, bring in the usher and spirit of Christmas, build some snowmans, make it look like Frosty, Frosty rocks and rolls, and we're good. Now I'm just gonna say at the end of the Rudolph song literally ends with you'll go down in history the end of the frosty song as, ends as, with, as a, a one-shot pony as, but still go down in history the end of the frosty song says don't you cry i'll be back again someday do us a yeah, favor next frosty. christmas do us a favor frosty don't return you were a burden the second you came to life you nope. provided nothing of value you were immediately dying the second you came to life and you had to have the little girl decide to walk you to the North Pole. Well, Rudolph was nothing of away. value. Clearly, they saw nothing of value until they actually needed Rudolph with, with his shiny nose. It's like, oh, wait, he does have some value. But for the most part, right. he was a burden on everybody. That, that's why that's he got bullied. Plot. He was a burden on that's, everybody. That's the plot of the movie. And he wasn't, a, he wasn't bullied because he was a, he wasn't bullied because he was a burden. He was a burden. He was bullied because he was different. That's the plot well, of the, in, the in the 1960s, that's a burden. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like uh, you're preaching a little hate there for people who are different than you, and I, I don't approve of it, I, I, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, this is, it, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, you're, 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 we're, we're, we're debating. I mean, you're, you're, you instantly attacked being uh, Frosty, being a, a moron and a bumbling idiot. I mean, that's yeah. throwing hate to a, to a character. You're burning the, the instant you were born. Like... He was. That's 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 <laughs> as rude as what I'm saying. Like he just doesn't, you know, you know, sticks and stones, my friend. Like, oh, you're born. It's what you're. You're instantly a burden to everyone around you. That's He's instantly a burden. Yes. He's a <laughs> snowman. He comes around. He ushers in Christmas. It is fantastic. He comes around. We'll see him again one day when Christmas rolls around again. He's not even. Guess the he, best. he guess you know he'll never see ever again Rudolph because He's you have to pay top price to go see Rudolph. He's not Frosty even the best is a man. Snowman. Frosty is a snowman of the people. Come around every Christmas. Not some high priced. First of all, they both they both come around every Christmas. Both these specials are play, played. Yeah, no, they literally they played like back to back. Exactly. <laughs> They're always around. So do, I do. I mean, the Simpsons both bring up Frosty and Rudolph, um, and, and two mm-hmm. different testifications. So it's like that's kind of a wash. Um, on on the Simpsons point, um, so I mean it is it is Frosty and Rudolph. So I mean clearly the Simpsons uh, once again bringing it, bringing us all together. <laughs> um, so I, I had that written down, but then I was like, well, that's kind of a point to both both sides. Uh, Frosty, you know, with Santa's village, and they're asking where his hat was. Opening credit scene. 
uh, when Willie brings him to life, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's The Simpsons, so it's you know that's just a nod to how great The Simpsons are and how we constantly reference them. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't be a battle if we didn't mention The Simpsons at least once. It's got to be at, at least once, yeah. yeah. Very true. <laughs> but I think that's what makes Frosty and Rudolph a good contestant for battle is that they are usually grouped together. When you when this Christmas special comes on. They both come on at the same time. So they both are very much part of the, of the Christmas uh, tradition. But the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song and story is grouped in Christmas as a whole, where Frosty is really much just the season. It's about bringing up winter, where Frost, uh, Rudolph is about Christmas. He saves Christmas. He uh, helps Santa get the presents to where he wants to go. And it's just overall, it's a better special. It's um, there are a lot more characters in there. Uh, there's a lot more going on. Uh, there's side plots. There's this. There's that. Rudolph. I mean, Frosty basically just has the main plot of he's alive. Now he's dying. How are we gonna bring him back? How are we gonna save him? So, um, and final thoughts. Final thoughts on Frosty versus Rudolph. I think this is a a fun battle. Um, uh, between two iconic characters, um, Rudolph versus Frosty. Um, I'm just gonna just hammer home some some points uh, that that I've made. I know I missed a couple, um, but you know that's just the name of the game. Um, that's uh, you know that's what happens when you get thrown in into the gauntlet of a debate. Sometimes you hit all your points, and sometimes you don't. Um, but Frosty the Snowman. Frosty is is just a jolly old character. He is great. He ushers in the Christmas. The snow falls down. You want to build a snowman. And Frosty's the one that you, you emulate your snowman after. Um, he was, you know, from the 1960s. You put on... Kids put on a magical hat and he burst to life and, you know, as jolly gold, as, as, as childlike as can be. And the children rallied around him, loved playing with him. And, you know, he had his misgivings. Um, you know, he made some childlike errors because he himself is is a childlike uh, Christmas character. Um, but that's why children love him and always want to be around him. Um, yes, he can be melted by heat, but that happens after the winter is over anyway. Um, Christmas goes and comes, and Frosty is always there. He always comes around. He'll always be happy-go-lucky. He always says happy birthday because he's born again for the first time or again and again. Uh, hence the line why he does say happy birthday. Um, you know, he doesn't treat anybody with, you know, malcontents. He just treats everyone in a good way, um, a kind-like manner. Um, he has no ill will towards anybody. Uh, so Frosty is just, it's just great. It's just, he's warm and he's cuddly. He's a big giant snowman that just, you know, you, just, you have fun with. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, the one-shot pony. The high-priced one-shot pony. Um, the, his his uh, initial feature uh, was a solid movie, loved by all. So was Frosty the Snowman. Uh, there's no denying that. There's no denying the greatness of both the animated Frosty the Snowman and the claymation that was brought up by Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer may or may not have gotten his powers from a royal borealis and th- thrown into his nose, uh, which we find out in the 4th of July special with the team up from Frosty the Snowman. The Rudolph. What makes Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie so great is because of all the secondary characters that help him along the way. Um, the movie's kind of geared 
towards, you know, the Island of Misfit Toys, Yukon Cornelius, Hermie the Elf, all these odd characters that are also trying to find their, their way in the world. It's not just Rudolph. Um, Hermie the Elf wants to be a dentist instead of being, you know, a, a toy-making elf. Yukon Cornelius is a, a man among uh, creatures and Christmas magic and fights an abominable snowman and will search for silver and gold. And he's also packing heat, by the way. You've noticed that. He does have a gun on him. Um, talk about, you know, a message for the children. Um, Yukon Cornelius, our favorite character, is a gun-toting son of a gun. Uh, but we still love him anyway. Um, so there's, there's, there's nothing there's nothing wrong about Yukon Cornelius and Hermie the Elf and the Island of Misfit Toys. Um, just remember, Santa Claus is a dick in that movie. Um, if you don't believe me, watch it again. Um, but yeah, no, as far as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer... Um, I think I said he's. I think he's a he's a one shot pony. Regardless of uh, the song that starts off with, obviously you know all the other reindeers first, but you might have forgotten about this one particular reindeer. You know he saved Christmas one time, um, and now he's the the most famous reindeer of them all. Um, he gets a break every Christmas here because he's too high priced, and all the other reindeer get to, you know, do all do all the the Christmas work. Um, but other than that, you know it's Christmas. It's the holiday season. It's always a fun time to talk nonsense about who who's better for us here or, or or Rudolph uh, with you fine fellas um, it's always a fun thing obviously we have a week till Christmas um, so whether you believe Frosty's better Rudolph is better um, hope you guys enjoy your Christmas enjoy your holiday uh, friends family and all that fun good stuff um, and regardless of the, the outcome of this battle um, it's always fun hanging out with you guys whacking back some beers and just talking nonsense I would have to agree with everything you said, Travis, at the end. Yes, it's always fun talking nonsense with you guys. Who else really cares about Rudolph or Frosty as much as we do? Just <laughs> yell at each other and mock each other over characters from the 1960s about uh, how many years before we were even born. Like, it doesn't it, Obviously, these are mindless debates just to have fun, but we'll also get down to the which one is better. We're not saying... Any one of them suck, even though I kind of knocked Frosty down a little bit. Actually, I do kind of think he sucks. But in the end of the day, Rudolph is ah. is just it's a it's a better song overall. Um, it, it has a good message to teach kids about you know not making fun of people who are different. Um, try and be yourself. I don't think there is a message really to Frosty. It's just kind of it's just kind of things that happen. Uh, not, there's no real uh, learn uh, lesson to learn from the Frosty Snowman special or the song, but Rudolph. Both the song and the special have lessons that they teach the children, so that's good. Uh, the song gets taught twice, like I said. You you, you get you learn it, and then you learn the parody version where you add in those extra lines. Uh, you have the Run Run Rudolph song, another song uh, by Chuck Berry, and then of course heavy metal badass Lemmy did his version of that. He didn't do Frosty the Snowman; he decided to do Run Run Rudolph. And like again, it ends with Rudolph. You'll go down in history because he does. He is the most famous reindeer of all. Maybe you only saved one Christmas. I think that's all you need. You're you're your hero once, and you're a hero forever. Uh, Frosty didn't save anything. So, with that being said, those are the reasons why I think Rudolph is better. But let's let's hear what Jimmy Bags has to say and who he decides will be the winner of this much heated debate. All right, fellas. Uh, so I'm drinking the last of my keto rosé wine, and I have uh, <laughs> yes, uh, because this decision uh, 
it was really easy actually it was the easiest decision i've had in a long time uh because somebody slacked on his information um so rudolph is the clear and far and away winner um b you hit everything i needed you to hit the only thing you missed which I don't believe you would have got anyway, and it's only because I looked it up, was that at least Rudolph was uh, in a Doctor Who episode. I did not know that, so yeah. Yeah, he was. And I wasn't so, that up. <laughs> so they, they forked so, over the money for his copyright. <laughs> yeah, that they did. Now, Travis, on the other hand, missed so much that I wanted him to hit. the fir- uh, First and foremost, uh, the Beach Boys, great American rock band and rock music, they do not cover Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Their ch- cover of choice is Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, besides Little St. Nick, which is probably their most popular Christmas uh, song, uh, Frosty the Snowman was their choice. Santa Claus is coming to town. But no Rudolph in their Christmas repertoire. So that would have been a, a thumbs up from me. Uh, the other thing that you could have said, which would have won you amazing brownie points and would have canceled the Yukon that uh, was brought up, was that in the early 90s, probably through the late 90s, there was a very terrible yet very great Claymation Fighter game that we all know as Clay Fighter, whose figure and basically the cover of their package was Bad Mr. Frosty, a.k.a. Frosty the Snowman. Those two things would have helped greatly. Would have helped greatly. Was it actually Frosty or was it just another snowman? It was, the, the title of the character or the name of the character is Bad Mr. Frosty, and he is a snowman. So, there you go. Yeah. It's right there. I remember, yeah, the never, I never, remember that name. Yeah, definitely would have thought of that one. That's that is uh th- those are my grievances, my top two grievances, I should say, um, with Frosty the Snowman's uh, lack of uh, respect, I will I will call it. But uh, no, B won this clearing away with Motorhead, Yukon Cornelius, Christmas Vacation. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I, I, I love how it's how I love it's Yukon Cornelius. And it's, it's not even it's not even you're one hey. Yukon Cornelius because. There would be no Yukon Cornelius without the Rudolph special, which was B's point exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. We're talking about how great Yukon is. Talk about hey, you guys barely spoke about Frosty. Barely. This whole entire debate was essentially how good or bad Rudolph was. There was not much Frosty to go off of here. And I'm, I'm pointing that out as the, as the judge and listener. Most of Frosty's <laughs> stuff was, we're going to talk about the first half hour special. That was, you know, he's a moron. This was literally the entire argument is Frosty is a moron. Yeah, but he is. No, there's so much more you, you do with that. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, but that was the entirety of the argument. Frosty is a moron. Done. I'm going to bring up the, no, the second the one where he gets married to Crystal. And he's like, a burden. You had why, some, why would, Frosty's, why would bring up Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Frosty was Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, which we, we said sucked. Which, 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 which I did bring up. And the whole Rudolph the whole... and Frosty's shiny new year. Even though it's Rudolph's shiny new year, but you know, he, he's <laughs> <it's> all appearance. <laughs> We're not top billing on that one. Oh, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. 
know, Rudolph does have top billing on both of those, uh, if not all of those movies. Right. So does. why would I bring that up? <laughs> it's, it's a supporting character that has to get people to watch it. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. He's Robin to Rudolph's Batman. But Robin does become Nightwing. <laughs> yes. But Frosty becomes the Batman all of his own. Yeah. When Rudolph, also, when Rudolph dies, Frosty will still be around. He's be this other thing you, you wouldn't have gotten, but I looked it up before and I actually thought it was pretty interesting. DC Comics, before they were known as DC Comics, put out annually Rudolph the Reindeer Comics. Oh, there you go. They paid for A little the, impressive. Uh, A little impressive. It is what it is. But this was a clear, clear winner. Rudolph, Yukon aside, Hermie, the Misfits aside, B argued his reindeer better than Trav's snowman. There was no magic in Travis's hat that day. It's yeah, with no. his hair. I'll, I'll be back around yet again, so don't worry. <laughs> Where we won't see Rudolph forever, so it's fine. But we saw Rudolph here tonight. And he was the clear winner. So let's give it up for Rudolph, everybody. The red, red nosed reindeer. He won. Let's get, the... up, let's get up for Yukon Cornelius because he is a clear winner. Uh, and this <laughs> is not Rudolph. We all know it's Yukon Cornelius and Hermione and the Island. Well, but you have to play to your judge, Travis. So I, I would be, I would be remiss if I did oh, not. Oh no, no. I, I, yeah, well, I, you know, it's, you mentioned Yukon. It's like an automatic win. So it's not like not necessarily. That's I, why I, I, thought, that's yeah, why I no, thought this yeah. was an unfair debate. But when you said you both of you said you would you prefer Frosty, yeah, I still uh, prefer right, Frosty well, because Rudolph is a high price ninny. All right, Travis, you made your point. It was not enough. You have lost. <laughs> Lose with a little gra- uh, gravitas. Nope, if you can. never, never, <laughs> never. Rudolph is a waste of space. Listen, as somebody who is belligerent, usually when he is doing these things and pretty much losing the entire time, I will say. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's falling with style. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never, I never fall with style. I have no style. <laughs> you guys are awesome. All right, I gotta call it a night. Uh, until right. next time. Later, fellas. Going.